0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of Tapped Out Podcast with your host, Pete Ingram. And Dylan Donigan. What's going on this week, Dylan? It is week uh, a million of quarantine, and I have already lost my mind. What's going mm-hmm. on
1: with you? Um, You know, just hanging in there, studying a lot of poker, uh, finding my, my companion in, in magic, because <laughs> um, i'm single as goddamn hell in life which is sad yeah. but um and um and i you there. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my exercise game back on point I was listening yesterday and uh going on runs as of late so um
0: yeah i've been on like a journey to find a workout mat mm. and i've been to target and walmart and they're also out. and i tried ordering one on amazon weeks ago but it never came uh so it
1: never came uh,
0: yeah like they just said that basically it was lost and i could reorder one and i just don't think that anyone ever came to deliver it because it's not an essential product so whatever
1: Mm, yeah that's that's fair honestly i do think that they should spare those workers of having to deliver non-essential goods. but Oh,
0: I'm, I'm not like complaining. I'm just saying like, this is what's going on. I can't yeah. get one. You know, like yeah. I don't blame the workers for not working. Like, you know, screw for it. For sure. But anyway,
1: regardless, in the world of Magic, uh, there's been basically just an entire shift in the past week of, uh, you know, what we're doing and how to play and how to build our decks. And of course, that revolves around Companion.
0: Um, would you say it's a luris dream um
1: something like that um <laughs> i don't know what a good <laughs> pun is for for yorian but uh yeah uh those two pretty much taking the cake right now for most played luris dominating pretty much every format um which we'll be breaking down today and uh yeah it's it's pretty crazy i like i I don't know about you, Pete. I know you haven't been playing as much as, as I have have been as of late. Um, yeah, I, I, I still like to get my my daily fix, if not... Um, or, you know, what, I like to play the, the competitive events on Magic Online. That's been how I've been kind of getting my... I've been playing a good bit this week, mostly Modern and Pioneer, um, which have been, you know, kind of homogenized now around Luris, Um, which will... We'll get into if that's a good or a bad thing but yeah it really feels like nowadays if you are not playing with a companion uh you're you're behind i actually just saw a pretty (laughs) funny tweet from dave long that if my opponent doesn't reveal a companion it feels like they mold the five and i think that's actually a very accurate comparison so
0: yeah that's probably fair i mean it is obviously inherently a basically plus one card in your hand and oftentimes plus more because all the good ones like laris and yorian give you a good amount of card advantage from playing it
1: yeah i mean um obviously Luris with bobble is just like an immediate card back when you when you play it and then uh you know when you get to longer games which um i found it's kind of a lot of the play patterns in in some in different formats um depending on the matchup where you want to hold your Luris. you know you'll play it and then play a threat immediately whether that be a a delver or a charmogoy or whatever and uh yeah, obviously, if you can't kill the Lars from there, the game pretty much, you know, gets run away with. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Um, I definitely think it's it's too good and is not going to be long for this world. Uh, I'm not certain on which formats yet. Um, perhaps that's a, a different discussion. But yeah, I kind of just want to break down today, like, what's go- what's going on in Pioneer and Modern and how Lars has impacted that.
0: Yeah, so... Let's do Pioneer first, and actually, I think something that would be kind of cool, since I haven't been playing Magic, and I have a lot of experience with Inverter, I kind of want to hear from you, Dylan, what the ipso facto, like, quote-unquote, best decks are in uh, Pioneer, and why they aren't Inverter anymore, and why I could maybe refute that.
1: Yeah, um, and I'm wondering the same thing. So yeah, the first deck, of course, that is on everyone's mind is Black White Auras, um, of course, Laris says its companion. We saw this deck um, previously from um, Ken Hiro, who finals the last regional pro tour in uh, in Japan. And, uh, you know, made basically just a shram, but kind of uh, a deck based on uh, Theros Beyond Death with Hateful Idolon and um, uh, utilizing Chim- Kymara's Katram- Blet- Blessing. Uh, Katamara's Blessing? Whatever, the, the one-drop save your creature plus two plus two, you know, uh, that card and, uh, a couple other cards in that set, you know, utilizing Lurus really well. And, you know, of course that deck just needs to stick a threat kind of plays like an infect style game. And now, you know, they have to kill the threat and you have just, just this looming card that is a threat. And then in addition to that, it's just card advantage, which the deck probably wanted and needed. And, uh, it doesn't cost anything to play of course, cause it's all one and two drops. So um yeah that yeah. deck i think has solidified itself as the best deck
0: okay i you know upon hearing that companion was ruining everything and i was like okay well you know amber probably still the best deck
1: wait, 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 okay i want to stop you there ruining strong term uh li- like i think companion itself is a really interesting discussion to have in magic On like how, like are these cards bad for the game are they not like is this going to be a good thing going forward um but, uh, you know, I, it is just how we're going to have to play now.
0: Of course. And, and, and you know, I saw Willie Idol say something about, like, how these are, like, kind of the new Planeswalkers and how we're going to get introduced to them. And I'm not even saying that I agree with the mass media on Twitter. I'm just saying what what I've been seeing, how, you know, Lurus upon companions are just, kind of, quote unquote, ruining magic. So I'm not even saying that's the case, but uh, kind of. You know, I was a bit skeptical to think, like, at least in Pioneer, something you would usurp inverter with companion. Uh, I will say that this deck, I think, definitely has the capability of doing so. Um, it has a very fast clock, which you know is something that inverter does struggle with, uh, on top of having um potential disruption. Uh, post board and whatnot, so I think I think this could definitely be the best deck in Pioneer. I do think that Inverter has tools to fight it. I would just load up on you know more cheap removal post board. Obviously, that's going to take away from other matchups, but I I wouldn't be surprised if I could you know finagle something where I was comfortable with this matchup with Inverter.
1: Yeah, um, it's actually something I'm I'm trying to figure out. Um, there's a Pioneer Super Q on-, on Magic Online later this afternoon that. I might play, and uh, I'm leaning to playing uh, a a blue-white devotion deck, which I'll talk about in a bit. uh, A Yorion deck that has been doing really well, but uh, I might also just run Inverter to kind of test it. Um, You know, I I will say though that you know this deck does play around removal better than you might think. Uh, Of course, it has protection spells. Hey, Flightalon is going to draw a card or two. Shram can draw a card immediately when you play a, a spell on it. And then post sideboard, the Apostle of Purifying Light, the uh, two drop, uh, two one protection from black, and then two mana to exile card. That card is actually really problematic for, uh, you know, just trying to one for one them game plan. So, uh, you know, I I am hesitant. And also the fact that you need to kill all their creatures and there's just this looming Lurus, which is pretty difficult to kill you know fatal push is only on so many so much of the time i think you're going to, to need to devote more slots to killing lyris uh you know i think that is a problem itself too so
0: okay uh so you mentioned this mono white Yorion deck can you explain that a bit and i can tell you why i think it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kane
1: reinhardt um who I, i've definitely mentioned a few times on, on uh, or, uh on the cast and uh He is uh, just basically never losing right now with iterations of Mono White Devotion. And now uh, he and another player, uh, Thor, basically on Moto, they uh, finals the last Super Q with basically the same deck, an 80 card Mono White Devotion deck, splashing Reflector Mage and Teferi, and a couple Counterspell or stable Strokes specifically on the board. And, uh, yeah, so it, it's playing 80 cards with the Orion plays, uh, you know, this, the normal creature suite of mono white, including charming prince and reflector mage get a little more value, some baffling ends in the main deck. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. They also don't play Gideon, which was, you know, previously a card that of course was, was kind of their, their hammered first inverter.
0: I see 80 cards and I see no Gideons and I am so happy as an inverter player like i mean i'm not saying that i'm not saying that this is you know if this obviously is going to be worse against inverter because it's a orion build with no gideon's maybe a urion build with gideon's is is something that can beat inverter i all i'm saying is i think that the original list would be way better against inverter like having 80 cards in your deck is going to dilute your draws Enough where you're not drawing the most meaningful cards, cards that you need to draw in the given matchup.
1: Yeah, um, of course, and I definitely think this build looks definitely like pretty lousy versus Inverter, but you know you have to think that the, you know that's not really what what people are trying to be right now. Um, you know, the top decks are the black white Oras deck and uh, even a red white burn deck that Tommy Ashton uh, top eighted the last challenge with. Um, Utilising Luris, of course, you know, um th- those are the decks that this deck is more geared to beat. Um so I guess I, I'm
0: gonna need to start playing some more magic because I just I'm just not a believer. I just still think Inverter is the best deck.
1: Yeah, um I am I'm, I'm curious too. Um and I honestly think that like of course the companions are really good, and of course Luris is busted. Uh, I'm not debating that for not even a second. But I will say that I think there is a little bit of overhypeness around it right now and that, you know, some tried and true magic strategies could still still be uh be able to beat it. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk about modern burn uh in a in a little bit in this episode. And you know, like although it's crushing right now, part of me thinks that, you know, why is Amulet Titan or humans even still not just good enough to compete? You know, those decks should just be burned from a you know you know, inherent access, even though they have this, this companion. Um, But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I think inverter, it's kind of up in the air right now with how good it is right now in pioneer. It's definitely not what people are playing though. Uh,
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing how pioneer shakes out. I definitely think that companions are going to have a big impact on all the formats, uh, including pioneer obviously um and yeah with the exception of potentially laris i think that companions are pretty cool
1: yeah um also i wanted to talk about before we segue out of pioneer uh i did play a little with this red white burn deck that is kind of getting more popular and p if you haven't seen this deck it's uh you know four Soulscar mage swift spear gitu lava runner uh eidolon and then a bunch of burn you know skewer wizard's lightning boros charm it plays the viacino pyromancer too you know yada yada um that's the deck of course sideboard Loris, um and chain of the rock skull crack whatever that's pretty much it uh and i played i played uh two prelims this week with that deck um kind of thinking that it would be a good way to counteract the black white auras deck which i do think the matchup is fine um i do think the deck's just better than yours so that <laughs> that comes with the problems of its own but uh, I just wanted to say to our listeners out there if you are considering playing that and maybe the Pioneer Challenge or something this weekend, or maybe the Super Q, uh, it, don't play that deck. I think it was horrible. Um, it was just really underpowered. And uh, yeah, I mean, simply put, yeah, I just don't think the red decks have what it takes to compete in Pioneer. You know, you play versus a random Euro deck, you, know, you basically have no shot. And then I don't think Inverter is a great matchup. And then. <laughs> uh yeah aura seemed maybe fifty-five, forty-five at best 60 40 maybe but uh so yeah i thought the deck was pretty uh stainsy
0: yeah sounds pretty uh pretty stainsy i would agree <laughs> all right yeah. um so can we move on to modern yeah let's do it. all right so how has Luris ruined modern tell me
1: uh yeah so um man you know real quick i'll i'll give a quick timeline like uh This past weekend, the first event was won by Grixis Delver. They beat Sodak in the finals and, uh, and, uh, good old yellow hat top forward with, uh, you know, 80 card soul herder. And it was like, wow, okay. Format's kind of cool. We got a Grixis Laris Delver deck, you know, uh, you know, soul herder. I think there was two copies in top eight with the Orion soul herder deck. But of course there was, I think two Laris decks in top eight, um, and then the next day i believe it was just like three or four burn decks and sauce mcwin sauce uh won that won the thing with four color uh like lyra snow control uh and since then basically burn is just crushing every tournament although with the exception of ad nauseum winning one one big moto event too but point of all this being burn easily run away the best deck in modern right now um Kind of sad to say, but Luris just kind of providing another angle of like a card cart advantage slash looming threat slash also kind of burn hate card itself being a 3-2 lifelink um, is a really valuable, you know, thing for the deck. And uh, it was already super good. I also think Bobble um, gives the deck some even crazier nut draws with Swiss Spear, um, which is pretty cool. And, you know, just getting a free scry within your draws is pretty powerful a lot of the time. Um, burn is a deck where you don't really care if you have to fetch shock and and or you know play your horizon land on one so that that actually came up a lot but anyway yeah burns burns busted and basically all what the top players are playing right now it seems like
0: yeah i uh i kind of believe that i mean my immediate thought for lurus was going to be uh in some version of the grind station breach deck um and i do think that definitely has applications there I know Ely Cassis has been playing a build for Lurus and actually, like, no companion because obviously uh, the requirements don't really mean any for them. But he's playing for Lurus main and he's been winning a lot with the deck. I would say that Burn is likely a bad matchup. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Burn was beating that deck. Um, there are cyborg cards you can go to, like timely Reinforcements, but now you're going to be very focused on both time and reinforcements and making sure you have an answer for Luris.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of like the, the problem with, with uh, burn hate now is it, it also needs to be, be making sure you're answering Larris, uh or else you're just going to kind of lose to the card advantage that that provides. Uh, I did see Uly's deck. I'm actually glad you, you touched on that real quick. Cause that, that was pretty interesting. And, you know, we're seeing, of course, Luris dominate his companion, but it is a playable magic card in, in your deck. And uh, it did seem good there in in the breach decks. Yeah, that that seems cool and potentially worth
0: trying. Um, uh, yeah, I think the coolest thing Lurus can do actually is it plays really well with Mox Amber because it's a legend, and obviously, if Emery flips it over, then you get a mana right away. So, definitely very interesting there.
1: Yeah, um, no, that, that, that is really nice. I didn't think about that uh, interaction. I have been trying to think about Lurus and just like in people's decks i saw it as a uh as a tutor target in traverse and i saw it as a uh tutor target again in uh finale in the like finale uh kind of like the teferi karn build of the devoted Druid deck you know that i think you and edgar played an invitational yeah um so uh it is interesting to to see it as a magic card i wonder if they could ever ban it uh, as a companion only and keep it um, just as, I think as they a could. Card. I think
0: that's a, I think they could potentially do that.
1: Yeah. I think that'd, that'd be pretty reasonable and honestly it would be interesting because I don't think it's too broken as a card, but as a companion, of course.
0: Yeah. I think, I think like a, I, I'm, I've always been on the side of I'm more okay with, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Basically not banning a card, but changing its text. Uh, I can't can't think of the phrasing right now. But um, I'm okay with uh, uh, an errata. An errata, yeah. I'm okay with an errata here. You know, I I think that since digital is, is something that can errata very easily, I think Magic should kind of look into that as an out for fixing things. I understand that, obviously, since magic say started as a paper game and has paper applications that it would be difficult to kind of you know have newer players read cards and then told that they're not what they actually read but i certainly think that in regards to an ability like this you could potentially remove the card
1: um yeah no i could see it and honestly uh it very well might be necessary i think the only format where it's clearly not kind of busted as as standard, um, and even there, uh, Robert Stanley took down our, our Lotus Box League last week, going 12 twelve zero with a a black white SAC deck, and uh, you know Zach has been the, the best deck and or like the deck to beat going into standard, which is a Laura Space deck. So um, you know, um, yeah, I think that I think they messed up pretty hard with with that one. Obviously, uh, you know, granted, it makes a lot more sense when you're thinking strictly in a standard vacuum which is, you know, how they're printing cards. You know, Solurus doesn't really seem like it would be too much of a problem. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, uh, even just something as simple as as Mistress Bobble uh, (laughs) just kind of breaks it wide open in every other format. But yeah, um, back to Modern, um, because I do want to touch on on, uh, some other decks real quick. Um. So yeah, burn best deck. I've been playing it as of late. Um. I real quick for all you burn burn players out there. I've been playing what I believe to be, I guess, like a pretty teched out version. I'm not the most skilled burn player or whatever. Uh, I do have an open finals with it though. So I, I do think I'm a pretty capable player with it. And uh, uh, Ace Killer, I liked his list a lot. He uh top aided back to back moto events. Um, and the features of his list are no idolons which is, uh, you know, of course, I believe a, con- a concession to the burn mirror and uh, more sealifiers. Um He was, I think he was playing two and one and then four and the other. And uh, yeah, I've been playing the full four, uh, you know, of course, just functionally a burn spells itself, you know, obviously it's a shock. It's not as good, but uh, being able to rebuy it with Lurus is very valuable. Uh, and of course kills Lurus too, which, um, you know, is something that, you know, maybe an Isolon or uh something something in that slot. Otherwise might not be doing. Um Grimlava Mancer is another card people play that uh, I'm not a big fan of. Uh and then I have a pirate spell bomb in my sideboard, which again, you know, good good card to bring back with Luris and also kills Core Firewalker in the mirror, which is the big thing
0: there. I just looked up the price of Seal of Fire and I honestly am surprised that it's not higher. I would have expected the card to jump.
1: How much is it? It's, it's nothing. It's great.
0: fifteen cents. Yeah, I was expecting to like look and see like oh uh, now they're like a dollar or two. No, but like, Mistress bobbles oh, I think are fifty dollars or something. Good. Well, that makes up for my lost value on uh, Max Opel, So, uh, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, uh, those are those are my quick burn suggestions. But anyways, um, moving on. Yeah, I said earlier that uh, ad Nauseam won one of the recent moto events, and uh, my my teammate Evan's been advocating for that deck as of late as well. Um, you Know if you've played any ad, ad nauseum in the past, you know that burn is a pretty good matchup. Um, I, I in fact, I would argue very good depending on your build if you incorporate like Leyline of Sanctity in the sideboard. Um, and uh, Thassa's Oracle, of course, is a recent really good addition to that deck. So, um, you know, I think ad Nauseam, probably a pretty good choice right now in modern. I might look into that for the modern challenge this weekend.
0: Interesting
1: um and then um as well um on some other decks i think could potentially be some good medicals um humans is kind of obvious straightforward it, it normally has had a good burn matchup um granted i do think lurus is really strong against the humans deck because like i mentioned seal fire getting that back is, is broken and then sometimes um just the card advantage itself will be enough to win a game so i think yeah i think humans is, is a solid choice also humans got some really nice upgrades. From the new set. Yeah, General Uh Kudro of Drannith, which is the new uh human lord from the set the new set. Uh black white one, humans get plus one plus one. When it etbs, uh you exile or when when it when it or another human ETBs under your control, exile another target or another card from target opponent's graveyard, and then you can pay two mana to sack two humans and essentially just doomblade a creature with four greater uh power. So um, that's one new card. And then also the Lava Brink Venturer. And this card's kind of sick, actually. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. It's kind of sleeper. Um, white 2 Human Soldier, 3-3. Uh, when it ETBs, you choose odd or even, and it has protection from each mana cost card with, uh, you know, that value. Oh, and then also uh, Dranith Magistrate, which is uh, white 2 for 1-3 Human Wizard that you can't cast spells from out of your hand obviously shutting down companion yeah so humans actually got a lot of new tools from uh the set so um you know kind of a sleeper obviously doesn't get to play
0: the best companion but uh you know i still think it's a solid choice yeah i mean humans is always going to get better throughout magic there's always going to be more humans printed
1: some other some other viable decks in Modern right now. Um actually we failed to talk about Jund, which has been doing pretty well as of late. Um although I've heard that your burn matchup is still not favorable, even with a good amount of hate. Um but obviously Jund is now a Luris deck. Uh its threat base is just Goyf, uh Goyf, Dark Confidant, which I think you know some people play, some people don't. Kroxa, and then like Grim Flare, Scavengooze, those kind of fill out the rest of your uh, fringe threat spots. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Jund. I think functionally looks really strong with Lurus. Um, and you know, it's kind of just a, a, hyped up, like, you know, turbo Jund deck, which I love no Liliana the veils, no bloodbraid elf, you know, it plays four Colgan's command. But, um, I do think that the burn matchup is kind of uphill.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I could also see maybe potentially uh devoting sideward slots and have it become a better matchup. Yeah, I mean I think
1: the stock is like three collective brutality and like a weather the storm ish or like maybe a scooze or two. Um, so people are packing, but uh you know, maybe maybe you just go as far as playing a couple of brutalities in the main, you know, cutting cutting one of those Colgan's commands, maybe trimming a third dot um, stuff like that. Croxa. I don't think is super hot, uh, in this meta right now with Bur- burn and Luris. Potentially some ways to, to tweak your John deck to be even a little better versus burn. But, uh, I do think John does look really good.
0: Yeah, definitely see that.
1: And then, uh, rounding out the rest of modern, you know, dredge, I, I mentioned earlier, still playable, you know, should have a good burn matchup, um. Actually, I was playing McQuinsaus' snow deck um this past Monday, which I 7-2'd the super Q with. Um and I lost a match to Dredge where I got Leyline post-sideboard, um, which I thought was a really smart way to counteract, of course, people's playing against them, which is Lyres plus you know, Cryptor Neil Bomb. So um Dredge, still fine. And then I think some iteration of big mana could be good. Um Tron unfortunately is I think too weak against Burn, but I was thinking Etron might be good um because of course Chalice seems really strong in this metagame with a bunch of bobbles and one drops and everything. Um and then uh Amulet, of course, has historically had a, a pretty strong burn matchup, so yeah,
0: I'm sure uh I'm sure Edgar and the fellows are pretty happy about all of this and gonna be still amuleting people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I talked to Edgar on a on a weekly basis in in our Lotus Box chat and everything. And I know he hasn't been playing any modern, so I'm I'm curious if how he feels about Amulet right now because uh, I know he's just been playing Pioneer and and Standard piles, of course. You know, getting his mid range fix. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's I think the summary of modern right now. Unfortunately, my baby Erosa I think has gone from easily one of the best decks to really not one of them, if not just kind of bad. Wow. Um, yeah, how
0: quick how quick it had its time in the spotlight.
1: Yeah, I mean all it took was one companion and uh, everything is uphill from there. Uh, I do, I, you know I will say to, to the Erosa fans out there, and I know there are a lot of people who, who listen to me about the deck out there, so um, there is hope. Uh, Tangrams did 5 one of the recent prelims with an 80 card build for the Orion. Um, I tried it the other week. I wasn't the biggest fan, or I guess it would have just been last weekend. Um, I thought that 80 cards made the deck a little bit too inconsistent. I was flooding and screwing a, a little bit too often, um, and uh, just not drawing my impactful cards uh, on a consistent basis enough. So uh, I didn't think it was good enough. But, um, you know, there is potentially still hope out there. But I, I think that might actually be be a really good way to look at or build a, build the deck when Lurus is gone. But you know, you got to wait for that.
0: Yeah. Uh We'll definitely be seeing what happens there. I see a lot of people are like, Oh, do you think that Lurus will be banned before the quarantine ends? And uh, I mean, I have no idea. Oh, that's easy. Yes. That's an easy. <laughs>
1: I mean, okay. All right. I mean, but, I don't know when your quarantine ends. Like if you're in the state of Georgia, you can get a haircut right now for some reason. So, oh really uh, Wow, did you not know Georgia opened up today, man? Oh I didn't know that Georgia opened up today yeah their their governor op- opened up you know uh, non-essential businesses today um wow hmm. for most of us, I think we'll be quarantined for a, a few more months and i I think glorious is easy oco banning territory like we're t- I'm talking you know three four formats I don't know how they get rid of it in vintage, but may, hopefully they can uh three to four formats <laughs> within three months. That's that's okay. my uh, that's my my guess right now, whatever second week of acor being legal, Akoria, you know I'm giving Luris three months max, uh you know whatever we'll say we'll say start of uh August, um before it's banned in Pioneer Modern Legacy for sure Legacy it's got to go like next week,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well that's that's you've heard it here folks dealing with some hot takes i mean i don't even know if they're hot they're probably they're probably valid takes you know yeah
1: i mean when one car just seems to be dominating every single format no questions um and yeah i mean yeah the, and with mistress Bobble, it's just so messed up
0: it is ridiculous with mistress Bobble, and it's just so free that every time it's basically a three free mana cantrip.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it, it just restricts build, deck building at that point. Every deck needs to be a Lorious Bobble deck, uh, and you know that's that's, that's no fun. So, um, yeah, we'll see how, how it shakes out. Um, I think I think that'll easily be. Uh, it, I think it'll easily go in Modern, um, Pine in Legacy as well. Pioneer, we'll see, uh, and that's kind of another. Uh, I, I just brief talking point I want to say is that I do think the companions were a lot more meant for Standard. Uh, and that in the eternal formats we're gonna see kind of some really messed up stuff happen. Uh there's like a Garuda deck in Legacy right now that you just mulligan to two lion's eye diamonds and then cast the Garuda from your companion zone and win win the game. It's like Belcher. Uh and that's just like a really good deck in legacy. So, you know, I think there's some pretty rough things going on right now that they may have not expected with companion in the eternal formats, but in the uh in the more current ones, they're a lot healthier.
0: Gotcha gotcha um all right i guess that wraps us up for this week uh so thanks for listening hopefully you're getting a little bit of entertainment out of this and uh for dylan donagan and myself pete ingram we're tapped out and it's your turn